Welcome to the Total You Wellness Podcast, where we're serving you a plate of total health and wellness. Welcome back, everyone, to our podcast. Today, we will be speaking on the disaster preparedness and food safety, brought to you by Prairie View A&M University College of Agriculture and Human Sciences Cooperative Extension Program. Your host today will be me, Mr. Alfredo Alberto, Family Community Health Extension Agent, with a presentation by Elaine Multimayor Gonzalez, David Liao, and Lynn Mutz. Today, we'll start off by how to prepare a plan. When we have to evacuate, we have to look at routes, TxDOT, Texas Department of Transportation. Look at the routes that we need to take to get out of the city, to get out, um, to be safe. The county, the city, the emergency management plan. The city usually has a team, emergency management steering committee to help uh, mitigate or make sure that every citizen, every resident, um, and every person uh, can get out safely and what routes those will be. And if it's really necessary to do so. So vehicle preparation, uh, make sure that we have enough fuel, gas cans be full, we have jumper cables available, we have flashlights and make sure we have extra um, <laughs> batteries, extra flashlights as well. First aid kits and make sure that everything in the first aid kit is up to date. Like we have old bandages, make sure that the adhesion parts of a bandage or the sticky part work. Make sure we have the shelter in place. Where we're gonna stay is gonna be an emergency shelter or is it going to be a family member or a friend? And always have cash on hand. When we're traveling, sometimes when systems are down, the light is down, Cash is still king. Moving on to our communication plan. Make sure we have a communication plan, uh, family needs, what are our disabilities, uh, who is our out-of-state contact. We want to make sure that's under our communication emergency plan. Medical supplies, we want to make sure we have all the medications, uh, prescriptions, doctor refills. Make sure we send a message to our doctors telling them, uh, that we will need a refill and wherever we are going, hopefully to have a pharmacy that can uh, refill our medications. Equipment, uh, whether it is a traveling um, chair, right? That we need, excuse me, a, a wheelchair, excuse me, or a crutch or whatever um, breathing uh, mechanism or machine that we may need. And we make sure we have the backup battery or the backup battery is charged. First aid kits, make sure that they're ready to go and you can find this on ready.gov um, uh, for FEMA and ready at ready.gov slash backslash plan. They actually have it all printed out there. We all, all we have to do really is fill in the blanks. So that's a great resource. Again, ready.gov backslash plan has everything that I just spoke of uh, written out and ready to go. Next up on our emergency plan is important documents, um, our social security, birth certificates, marriage uh, license, and 
our debit cards. Make sure that we have all those in a waterproof Ziploc bag. If you can't get it laminated, um, you can do that. And put them in containers or envelopes and put all the envelopes in those containers to make sure that they all stay dry. We mean to make sure that our, all of our personal, everybody in our family, um, all their personal things are in there, information, documents, medical documents, and home documents, such as our deed or things that we might need for you know, our damaged homes. Make sure we have the numbers and who we are to call for our insurance. Tools and safety, matches. Make sure we have plenty of matches with us so if we need, or need to make a fire for whatever reason. That's very serious um, and uh, a lighter uh, to, you know, to make a fire if we need it, okay? Because sometimes we may need uh, to get more safely, of course. Flashlights, make sure we have, again, flashlights with this extra set of batteries. And uh, if we have earring, ear, ear pieces, like hearing devices, um, we wanna make sure we have backup batteries for those as well. Protective gear, make sure we have um, winter clothing or clothing that's uh, clean that we can take with us. Or if it's really cold, make sure we have you know, two sets of pants on, two sets of shirts or undergarments. Hygiene essentials, make sure we have new toothbrushes, toothpaste and uh, mouthwash and also uh, floss. Make sure we have any other hygiene essentials that we might need as well. Make sure now we're going to our food. We make sure, let's make sure that our pantry and freezer um, are all stocked up if we're gonna stay. At least a three day supply of food and water, uh, two to three gallons of water per person a day. And make sure that we have non-perishable food, not just for us, but also our little furry friends, our pets. Now, if we're returning home after a storm, here are some facts. Foodborne illness cost the U.S. about $15.6 billion a year. Each year, approximately one in six Americans gets foodborne illness. Foodborne illness results in over 3,000 deaths each year. 60% of the outbreaks sometimes occur in restaurants. Now, let's talk about our refrigerator. Reduce your risk of illness and minimize food spoilers by following these guidelines. So, a full freezer, a full freezer will hold food safely up to 48 hours. A refrigerator will keep food cold up to four hours. We wanna make sure that our freezer temperature is below zero and our fridge temperature is below 40. If you have a uh, refrigerator thermometer, that'd be great so that we actually know how to can actually gauge the temperature in there versus just doing the old, let me smell it and see if it's safe test, that can get us into a lot of trouble, okay? A cooler can also help store food safely. It's good choice, okay, if the power is out, put in the cooler, and if the, especially if the power is out for more than four hours. So a cooler can help store food safely if the power is out more than four hours. Prepare, prepare, prepare by freezing containers of water to help keep food cold, all right? So keep doors closed to maintain cold temperature. When power is restored, visit foodsafety.gov for guidelines on what to do or how to keep food, all right? But when in doubt, I'm gonna repeat this two times, when in doubt, throw it out. When in doubt, throw it out. 
You'll find this information and more information like this on readyga.gov. Readyga.gov. Ready.ga.gov. Now, our refrigerator thermometer. Uh, we want to make sure that we have one in there hanging. Uh, get it at grocery store and make sure again that our food in the freezer is below zero and the refrigerator is below 40. Now, safe water. We must remember to boil water, especially after we have a uh, boil water notice in our communities. Hold a rolling boil for about a minute to kill organisms. For drinking, cooking, washing wounds, and brushing teeth, use bottled water, boiled water, or disinfected water. I would say I guess this for cooking or washing wounds and brushing teeth, and not for drinking though. About seven or eight drops, about one and eight teaspoons of bleach per gallon of water. And we're gonna do a process of disinfecting. All right, let's go through this three-step process and add eight drops of plain unscented household bleach, about four to six strength, or it gives us about seven drops of high strength bleach. That's gonna give us about eight point more uh, of strength, 8.25 strength per gallon of water. Number two, mix and let it stand for about 30 minutes. Number three, if the water is cloudy, after 30 minutes, retreat once, or repeat once, excuse me. Next, um, if we have uh, to remove odors in our homes and our clothes, uh, activated charcoal, vinegar, and baking soda can remove odors. Activated charcoal, vinegar, and baking soda can remove odors. Now, shelf-stable meals. We have our almond milk that can stay, you know, as a substitute for regular milk, right? Or evaporated milk, we can use, use that. Uh, powdered milk as well is a good option and add water. Banana chips and our cereal that has high in fiber. Okay, so we wanna make sure that we are regular when these emergencies happen. Uh, canned fruits, trail mix, almonds. And of course, if you're not allergic to any nuts, of course. Um, also some tuna that's already ready to open in packages, uh, peanut butter, saltines, uh, crackers. Now we can make a cowboy caviar. Here's your four items you need to make cowboy caviar, okay? You're gonna need your black beans, one can of black beans, one can of corn, and one can of petite diced Mexican style tomatoes. Now you can have your own style of tomatoes, but here the recipe calls for Mexican style tomatoes because it already brings all of your seasoning. Tortillas, can of corn, can of black beans, cowboy caviar. Next, we have spinach bean pasta. We have, of course, our spaghetti, our chicken broth, our marinara sauce, and our garbanzo beans. I gotta say garbanzo beans just cause garbanzo beans. And um, chicken in a can, all right? So again, chicken in a can, garbanzo beans, marinara sauce, chicken broth, and our spaghetti. Gives us spinach bean pasta. Next, we have a hearty two bean minestrone. Of course, we have a rotini pasta, our chicken broth, 
dark red kidney beans, garbanzo beans, diced tomatoes. This time we're going with Italian style and our frozen spinach okay, to get our greens in, to get our fiber in as well, more fiber <laughs> and uh, other essential vitamins. Oregano, okay, so it looks like here's diced oregano, or, you know, minced and garlic. Well, you want to make sure we have our powdered garlic and our diced or milled oregano, okay? And that will give us our hearty two-bean minstrel. And to finally end, we may have to cook this on one of those turkey pans, okay? Make sure we have one of those. Yeah, I might have to put a fire underneath there um, and make sure that we have our disposable forks, spoons, and knives. And make sure that we have, lastly, our oven mitts to move that food around, make sure that we are safe. So thank you everyone again for joining us for our disaster preparedness, food and safety. That is all today. Your host again has been me, Alfredo Alberto, and I look forward to hearing and seeing from you guys next time. All right, have a great one.